It's good to be here. Thank you uh, so much. Is this on? I'm on. Okay. Um, Sharon's and I first foray back into a live church, so it's really good to be here and really excited. Nice to see you at the live worship as much as I enjoy the, uh, the taped uh, services. This, this has just been great. So uh, when Brian asked me uh, if I would speak again, I'd spoken in the summer uh, and really enjoyed that. And he said, you know, would you be willing to speak again? And, and I said, sure. And then he said, the subject is prayer. And I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> because I have to be on and say that I don't consider myself a prayer warrior. I don't consider prayer one of my strengths. Um, and tend to be more of a short prayers through the day kind of person. Uh, but recently, God has convicted me uh, that just because I'm not good at something doesn't mean I can't be better at it. Uh, so uh, I've been trying to do some work on that. And uh, one of the things I came across, of, came across uh, is, is something that a friend of mine uh, talked to me about and tipped me off to. And uh, so I've got a bit of a fear this morning, and that fear is that you most of the people in the room are going to just look at me and go, well, duh. Uh, but I'm hoping that maybe that some of you will experience this along with me uh, as well. Uh, the approach he said was that we should be praying through Scripture as part of what we do in our prayers. And so what does that mean? Um, well, we know that Jesus is the Word, or the Logos, uh, and that uh, he is the living Word. And so if we use scripture to pray back to him, then uh, it can be a, a phenomenal way to be in touch with both God, Jesus, the Spirit, uh, and all those things that can come together within us. So um, if we are going to be praying through scripture, we know that we're speaking uh, through the authority, uh, through the, the authority of Jesus, because Jesus uh, is the word. And so uh, uh, when, like uh, Zach was talking about last, or, for me last week, for, for most of you, probably a couple weeks ago, uh, praying in Jesus' name. Uh, that in fact, by simply praying scripture back to God, uh, we are praying in Jesus' name, uh, literally. Uh, and it, it reminded me this morning, as I was thinking back to 30 years ago, which about this time is when Sharon and I started coming, coming to Grace. Sharon had been here from the beginning, but we had a bit of a, a hiatus in Toronto, which is where we met got married and then moved back to these parts. Uh, and, and one of the things that I loved back in those days was uh, that there was a number of songs Grace sang that were literally just scripture put into put into music, put to music. And there were some great songs there and, and, and it was a great way to, to help memorize scripture. And that was in essence singing the word of God back to him. Uh, so we can do the same thing in prayer. So so what am I talking about? Uh, well it's more than just reading scripture or learning from it or memorizing it. We are internalizing it by sending it back to God. So let me show you an example. Let's take a familiar passage, John chapter 1. It should come up on the screen, I'm hoping. There we go. Uh, I'm reading from the English Standard Version. So, in the beginning it was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe in him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. 
He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This is he, was he of whom I said, He comes after me, uh, ranks, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness we've all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is in the Father, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. So let's say these verses come up in your morning reading, in your morning devotional, uh, and, and even though they're familiar, um, how would I pray back to the triune God? Well, let me demonstrate one possible way, and this is just my, my particular way. Uh, you can either, you know, bow your head if you want to, but uh, I would really encourage you to just read, you know, keep your eyes on the scripture and kind of watch what I'm doing. So if this is what I'm saying is new to you today, uh, just, um, just, just uh, kind of follow along with me. Lord Jesus, I praise you. You were there in the beginning. You were and are the word. You are the word that is with God, and you are the word that is God. You were in the very beginning with God. All things were made through you. Everything that was made was made through you. In you is life, and that life is the light of people everywhere. Your light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. Lord, you are the true light, Lord Jesus, that gives light to everyone. You were in the world, and the world was made through you. Yet so many in the world do not know you. You came to your own, and even your own people did not receive you. I praise you that so many children of Israel are now finding their way back to you, just as it was 2,000 years ago. For to, all who, uh, for to all who do receive you, like us, who believe in your name, you amazingly give the right to become children of God, children who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of humans, but of God. Our salvation is your doing. Praised be your name. Lord Jesus, you are the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. Thank you that through prayer, scripture, and worship, we catch glimpses of your glory. Glory is of the only Son from our Father, full of grace and truth. For from your fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth can come through you, Lord Jesus Christ. None of us has ever seen God, but you are at the Father's side, and you have made him known to those of us who love you. Praise your name. Thank you for your word, and that you are the living word. Amen. How many people do something like this already? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. It's a revelation to more people than just me. So, so, uh, so, what am I saying here? This is not to replace what you're doing. This is this is an addition. Something else you can do while you're praying to just kind of bring apart, bring alive your, your prayer life. So, if you're like me, you sometimes feel like maybe gee, you're, I'm praying the same thing every day, uh, over and over again. And this is just I found it as a way to kind of bring it alive. And also to, to really kind of internalize the scripture, bring it inside of me, and really make me feel the scriptures that I've been reading that, that morning. So using this methodology, let's take a look at the subject matter uh, of today, which is Psalm 23, a great, great place to start. Can we, uh, can we bring something new to this familiar passage? So what I do is normally is I start by kind of going through line by line in the scripture that, that I'm reading. So the Lord is my shepherd. What does that mean? Well, uh, shepherd's a guide. I don't really know many shepherds, but the, the, the shepherds I have, I assume it, it, it's a guide, uh, a leader, somebody who's trustworthy, the sheep trust him. 
some I will gladly follow. Someone I will gladly follow. He's a protector uh, of the flock. Uh, the good shepherd who lays down his life. You can think of other references in scripture. Uh, the shepherd that we sang about in the second song today. Uh, who left the 99 to look for me. Uh, this, is, this is the kind of thing that evokes in that one line. So what I do is I tend to jot down these lines. Yeah, so I'll write down the verse and I'll just kind of jot down some of these thoughts uh, as I'm going. Second line, I shall not want. What does that mean? Gratitude, thankfulness, the need to avoid greed or envy, uh, helps me be satisfied with what I have, uh, and he provides all I, all I need through his love. So I'm just kind of thinking these thoughts and kind of putting them down. These are what the lines mean to me. Uh, this will all come together in the end. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Uh, how about this? Uh, comfort, relaxation, he attends to my needs, he offers beauty. Perhaps you've got some other thoughts that you, uh, that you could add to that to your own. He leads me beside still waters. Peace for my body and mind. A time to think and reflect. Me, I think of Dunks Bay and Tobermory. Uh, when the bay is calm and God's beauty shines through nature. Uh, and that's kind of, uh, I have my God moments when we're, uh, when we're in, in, in Dunks Bay uh, uh, a lot of times. He restores my soul. Well, that could be spiritual healing if you've got some, some things you're wrestling with. It could be psycho-emotional healing uh, if you've got other things that are happening, if the you know, enormity of the last couple of years is, is hitting home for you, then, uh, then, then you may be an opportunity for that. That's what he does by restoring my soul. He draws me closer to him, recovery and new strength, refreshment and renewal. So again, just jotting these things down. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. He gets me back on track. He delivers me from evil. He helps me avoid temptation. He gives me sure footing and helps me to avoid danger. He allows me to focus on him and he allows me to please him. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So the shadow of death is one island, obviously, if somebody's uh, uh, facing something that could potentially be life-threatening. But for a lot of us, uh, we're not there. So what sorts of things can we can be thinking of? Uh, are you going through a time of darkness or despair? Uh, maybe there's a time of depression or sorrow. I was on a call last week, and there was the three people on, on the call that were all, all wrestling with depression at the moment. And I think that it's becoming almost epidemic in, 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 out there in the culture right now. Uh, so, so I think there, that kind of thing you can be thinking of. Uh, just times of pain and suffering, perhaps, uh, or, or maybe, as I said, even approaching death. For you are with me. He's there, always, by my side, watching over me. Personal, not, he's a personal God, not remote. He's not out there somewhere, he's right here with me. And, and that's, uh, that's an amazing thing, and a marvelous thing. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, the rod that the shepherds would use, apparently, was for disciplining the sheep. Like, if the sheep were wandering off, he would tap them, and they would kind of head back onto track. Uh, and if they were, particularly ornery, ornery on any given day, uh, he would whack them pretty hard, like to try, and, to try and get them back. And so maybe he does the same thing for me. Uh, gently taps me to keep me uh, on track, firmer wraps when necessary. And that, could be, uh, that could be quite necessary sometimes. Um, uh, and I, apparently sheep are also uh, very dim-sighted, like they, they don't see very well. And uh, the staff was actually uh, used because the sheep could see that. Above, above the flock, and they could, could kind of focus on that. 
Uh, they used bells as well, but they also used uh, the staff to kind of help people, the sheep, see him, uh, see the shepherd, so that they knew who to follow. Uh, and his staff could also protect against predators, because uh, often you swing a wooden staff pretty hard, you can knock the wolves away and, and, other, and other people that were, that were attacking. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So start thinking about that. What does that mean? Well, regardless of circumstances, he provides. I don't need to fear those who mock me or meet me or hate me. Uh, it's, it's prosperity, not just survival. He's preparing a table for me. He's preparing a feast. And he keeps me spiritually fed. He anoints my head with oil. You anoint my head with oil. Well, God's blessing us continuously. Constantly blessing us. Uh, and not only that, but by anointing, we are becoming the sacred priesthood. We are the sacred priesthood of priests and priests, priestesses of God, working out in the world, working to strive towards to bringing the kingdom of God to earth. My cup overflows. So not only does he provide, but he overflows like he provides endlessly, uh, more than I need. In rich bounty, these rich blessings. And uh, so much so that the writer of the psalm is, is just literally becoming overwhelmed uh, by how good God is. And I love when I have those moments, because I think too often I'm just, uh, yeah, okay, thanks, God. Uh, and sometimes I really need to be, uh, to be reminded just about how marvelous and how incredible it all is. And my wife and I remark on this uh, quite frequently about how blessed we are, uh, and we seek to share those, those blessings with others. Uh, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Now, I remember Todd once indicated that the word follow should be more accurate, should more accurately be chase or pursue. That it's a more aggressive verb than just follow. Um, so they will chase, chase me all my life. He never quits or forsakes me. His kindness brings constant goodness into my life if I take the time to see it. His mercy never ends. I am forgiven for all I've done, all I do, all I will do. Even though I'm unfaithful at times, he remains faithful. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm promised eternity with him. I like spending time wondering what that would be like. I like reading books where people speculate on what that would be like. Uh, we have visions, of course, from the book of Revelation of, of certain things. Uh, but I like other people's uh, thoughts and ideas that whatever we're doing in this world, we'll do in the next. Uh, whatever our skills we're, we're developing and building in this world, will be put to use in, in the new kingdom when the new kingdom, uh, heaven and earth come together. And I kind of like thinking about that. I'll be dwelling for him, serving him with joy, and his presence will always be with me. Uh, I know his presence is, you know, is, is, is with me all the time. I just don't always recognize it, and I don't always show my gratitude for that. But I will actually be in a world and in a situation where he will literally be there every day, and I, and I look forward to that. That's very exciting. A little frightening sometimes too, but, but exciting. Uh, so, you kind of go through the, this, each line of the psalm, you kind of add these thoughts, you kind of write some of these out for those that you'd like to journal while you're, while you're doing your scripture, you kind of jot some of these things down, and then kind of circle or highlight some of the key elements that really kind of hit home to you in that particular day. Um, and then simply speak the scripture back to you, adding some of your thoughts as you go. So here's the way I might approach you. Yours could be similar or completely different. Uh, again, you can follow along with me here as I do this. And again, this is just my version. Lord, you are my shepherd, my guide, my protector, the one in whom I trust. 
While the world around constantly pushes me to desire more, help me not to want. Help me to be satisfied with what I have. You take me to lie down in green pastures, bringing me beauty and fulfillment. You lead me to a wonderful peace and calm beside the still waters. I thank you for all the time our family had at Duncan Bay this summer. Thank you for the, your glory, that your glory shines out through nature. Lord, you restore my soul. I can never be grateful enough for such renewal, such refreshment, such rest for my troubled body and mind. You lead me in paths of righteousness because you call me one of yours. While I wander into places I should not, you pull me back and keep me on the narrow way. I don't think that I thank you often enough for this. Even though I walk through the darkness of life, be it sorrow or depression or anger or fear, thank you that I don't need to worry. You're there with me, walking by my side, sharing the load. You never leave me. Thank you for your gentle, and sometimes not so gentle, rod that disciplines and taps me back into line when I stray. I need your discipline to help me stay on track. Thank you for the staff of your word and prayer that serves as a beacon to help me find you when I am blinded by my struggles and the temptations of the world. These are both a great comfort to me and only make me love you more. While I in no way deserve it, you provide for me even when those around me would seek to hold me back or take me down. You don't stop at providing for me. You anoint my head with oil as one of your sacred priesthood to do your work on earth. What a privilege. Sometimes it all seems too much how you bless me beyond what I could ever imagine. May I never stop think thanking and praising you. Knowing who you are, I know that your continuing goodness and your infinite mercy shall chase me all the days of my life. Thank you for my salvation that will allow me to dwell in the house of the Lord forever with you. My Lord, I praise your name and thank you. Be my shepherd, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. If this is a new idea for you, I hope that you'll give it a try and let me know what happens. Uh, I'd be happy to hear if it works for you or if you find something from that. Uh, the Psalms are terrific for doing this, but you can use uh, any, any passage of Scripture or many passages of Scripture, even if it's just a few verses from, that, uh, from, from what you've read that morning. Uh, you know, if you're into a genealogy or something, it gets a little difficult sometimes. Uh, but if you, uh, but if you can actually uh, pull some lines out uh, and and some thoughts out from your from your morning study and pray them back to him, uh, write them down and keep them on hand because you can always come back and pray them again. I mean, if you look at some of the way uh, they did it, the uh, the 16th, 17th, 18th, 18th century. Uh, they would have the, the Book of Prayer, the Book of Common Prayer, and things like that. And they had a lot of prayer, prayers printed out, and you could say them over and over again, even even though uh, even though you'd already said them once. It doesn't mean you can't use them again. Uh, they can be there at a time when it makes sense. Uh, you know, if you're ever in a situation that perhaps you just feel like you really need a shepherd that day, uh, then you can pull it out and, and pray. As I said, this is something you can do as well as what you're already doing. I'm not suggesting you do it instead of uh, it. It's just another avenue for spending time with God. If you're already doing this, I hope you can give me advice uh, and tell others about it. Praise the Lord. Thank you.